What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. It's your man, Heavy Handed Jay, in the motherfucking building doing this year in review. Soon to be joined by by y'all favorite, man. I know y'all love him, Eugene. That nigga gonna be on any second now. But we doing this year in review, y'all. And uh, as promised, the fan fave. Jeannie Jean, what there up? There it is. There it is. I'm here. I'm here. Sober, you know. Sober, uh, huh? I, I don't know. Yeah, man, I'm sober, bro. So I don't know how this gonna be. Nobody I knows. We say, I, I, I honestly say, I've never done the show sober. Uh, I've done it, you know, lightly faded and, and all the way faded, but but never sober, man. So this should be pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, nonetheless, man, a lot to be psyched about. I'm kind of excited for it, you know, that year-end review show. Now, I understand the uh, the right way of doing this is doing it before the year ends. But we don't give a fuck. This is the Relatively Black and Fat podcast. We didn't have t- time to do it then. We was partying, and we was tired, and we was on vacation during that time. So we didn't do it. However, Our January bad. 2nd. January 2nd, and we finna get it in, man. What's good, though? How you doing, bro? Uh, shit, first day back uh, to the to the ship, man. So that that was interesting. Uh, shit, trying to wrap my... It was actually a good day. I just had to kind of prep hard yesterday and get my mind fully back into work mode. But today wasn't bad, man. It was a, it was a relatively quiet day um so i don't expect things to pick up uh maybe about a couple of weeks you know and then i should be fully back steaming um traffic was still good out there which is awesome i feel like i got at least the rest of the week um with the traffic being very very nice so i'm thankful for that man and you know shit just just getting back into it bro yeah, man, same, same, same. I don't know. Can can you hear me though, bro? I'm frying chicken right now. I'm in the garage with the fryer popping. Can you hear that? I can't hear the fryer. No. Good, good, good. I, that's why well, are you, I went are you out those uh, wings. Yeah, yeah. I, I finally got it right, bro. I finally got it right. You know who told me how to do this shit? How to get this fried chicken popping right? Cloudy Good old T. Good old T. Oh, yeah. Damn, yeah. I should have guessed. T's been frying chicken yeah. since we was in the ninth grade or something. That nigga was, nigga frying, was frying chicken. chicken in the seventh grade. 
cold, cold, light-skinned cat right there. Cut your hair, fry you some chicken, and a fry you some ramen. The shoulder do it. One and of the colder, light-skinned. And live the mysterious one. Shout out to our homeboy, so, T. He don't fuck with the show, I'm sure, but you live a mysterious life, my nigga. I love you. You're a mysterious-ass nigga. Why, <laughs> why exactly <laughs> is he mysterious? I mean, you know that nigga mysterious. I know Shit. he he was the first kid with a gun. I know that for sure. Yep. Uh, very very light skin and and halfway got a. I don't know. He was one of the first niggas that I realized light skin niggas have a chip on their shoulder about being light skin. I did. That was my first cat that knew that. Um, he was also making beats, dope ass beats in the eighth, ninth grade already. Somehow, I have no idea how that happened, but he had a shit. Now we have to add to this. T is not where we're from. T is from no, Monroe, Louisiana. Monroe, oh, Louisiana. Monroe, Louisiana, to yeah, be exact. Yeah. So, this is a kid who grew up hunting and shit like this. Where me and this nigga was out here eating Jack in a Box in the city, and you know, typical shit. But um, you know, so this guy we speak of, T man, shout out to my nigga, man, shout out to my nigga. Um, best wishes to my nigga in, in the new year, man. I hope everything get, you know, comes together. But uh, right on, right on. he ain't like us, man. He ain't like us. He's a little different, a little different cat. But yeah, pistol. Youngest nigga to have a pistol. Youngest. And and it was and it was you know it and when I think back on it it wasn't uh, like I didn't think he was gonna shoot anybody, but it just seemed like right for him to have a pistol. I don't know, it just seemed normal, you know. Like I, I think about it like damn, I should have been shocked, but it was not shocking at all that he had a pistol. It it just kind of fit the, the the and he wasn't violent, wasn't a gang member. I don't know of any incident where he had to draw down or shoot anybody or anything like that, but it just felt right for him to have a pistol for some reason to me. I agree. And he could cut hair right. like a motherfucker. I'm talking, I don't know why. This nigga was a man of many talents. He's probably the coldest barber ever. I've yet to run into a nigga colder than this guy. And <laughs> like since, since seventh, eighth grade, this nigga been cold. Cold, 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 cold. cold blood. I, I don't know where this nigga gets all these talents from. Cause I, I, when we meet T in about eighth, ninth grade. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. About ninth, ninth. Oh shit! The nigga ain't have too long to gain all of this shit. I don't know where this motherfucker was getting all this talent from. But by the time he got to us, the nigga could fry chicken. Had a pistol, accurate aim. <laughs> Goddamn, cut your hair like a motherfucker. Beats. Oh. Da- I'm talking about beats for days, nigga. I make a beat with your ass, so nigga. Had all this shit by the age of fourteen or some shit. Fourteen, but fully got not trying to get it good at all of this shit already. You right, man. Hey, shout, shout out, out to my nigga. To- hey, I'm gonna shout. throw my nigga. Shout out to my nigga Thurman. You know what I'm saying? Now, so I should have knew if a nigga name is Thurman, he is definitely a thorough nigga. I, I, I'm gonna tell you that right now. Every Thurman that I know about the coldest nigga at something. 
And that I saw about me, the, I can't even lie and, to you. And about the closest nigga to color to butter you gonna ever see. That's what my nigga mean. Thurman one time. Hey, before we get deep though, I did wanna uh try to throw a little I don't know if I wanna call it a tradition, but I definitely feel like it's something we need to stop and do every once in a while. And, and please forgive me, uh, Jay, this off the cuff. I meant to to uh, bring it to you so you'd be a little more prepped for it, but I know you, you, you're definitely going to rock with me. Um, but, but every now and again on the show, man, we're going to shout out good dudes, good dads and husbands, simply that. Not famous niggas, not Sue. I'm talking about niggas who get up and do that 40 every week. Come on home. Uh, now I got a cut. I got I got two cats. I, I'm a, I'm a shout out. But um, you know, I, I personally feel like you know, man, we we give everybody a shout out. Not you know, nothing against anyone. But I don't know that we recognize real men enough. Personally, I, I don't yeah. know, and I feel like. It might be an award ceremony that needs to happen because this shit ain't easy out here. So um, I like to t- thank you, sir. I figured I figured you was gonna rock with me. I like to recognize uh, my nigga uh, Big Mike one time. Big Mike mm. one time. This is a cat. We had him on the show the other day, and uh, I can tell you, man, this cat went from everything bad in the world to everything extremely good. Man, working hard. 20-plus years, kids safe, sons doing well. He's got a son with a 4.0, and that shit ain't by accident. You know, he, he in there, he in there. You know, wife is good, life is good, man, and my nigga just doing that everyday grind. You know, not particularly rich, you know, not particularly fitted to death or anything like that. It's just a nigga who gets up every day and do that work and come on home. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike, man. Uh, shit. Oh, okay, okay. I thought in my mind we switching off, but you wasn't prepped for this, so my fault. Uh, no, I thought you said you had two of them. I, I do, I do, I do. But I, I, for some reason, I thought I was gonna say one and you was gonna say one. But I don't. That's my bad. I, I'm, I'm terrible sober, dog. You see, I'm fumbling and shit. Uh, I, I really should be drinking. But um, secondly, uh, believe it or not. I'm going to shout out heavy-handed Jay. You know, again, this is another cat. Yeah, definitely. Another cat that, you know, gets it done, man. He's got his girls and his wife and, you know, working hard, man, getting up and putting in that time. You know, I done seen heavy-handed, you know, go back to school, get a degree, you know, overcome a few personal things and whatnot, man, and and really become – one of them, them, them cats to look at, man, and has a beautiful family. So I, I just shout out Jay one time. We need to get some kind of applause or something like that. We, you know, yeah, we do. We, 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 we half-ass and then we pussyfoot in a bit. But y'all understand the sentiment. So I just wanted to drop that for a few, you know, grown black men. And it ain't just for the black men, but you know, these two men happen to be black. But just men out there being men, you know, no, no, no parade for us. You know what I mean? If if if, if we lose it, then everybody else fail. But shit, we carry that weight every day with a smile. Shout out to all the trills out there. Ah, well then, if we if we go in there, there's no way. 
that we can have this conversation without giving old Jeannie Jean a shout. Now, one thing y'all don't know about Jean, man, nigga got more kids than anybody. Now, <laughs> hey, you can't you you can't name a black family with five kids. That shit is um I was I was uh not too long ago I had a great time hustling LeBron jerseys. I've never been a hustler. I've never fancied myself a hustler. I tell all my hustling homies, like, yeah, my nigga, that ain't my shit. I just go to work. I'm just a work nigga. I I, I don't hustle. But so I, I had found yeah. this great deal on LeBron jerseys because LeBron's coming to the Lakers out here in LA. So I was hustling. I was out in front of a liquor store at night. And it was great because the everything changed. The people changed at a certain time. And uh they they, they were fantastic, man, and they were enamored by me because I actually had something to do other than like hang out and or beg for money. So I got to conversating with a few cats. Older cat was a plumber. Uh shit, we exchanged numbers by it was all in. But um, he was telling me about how it used to be in L.A. And he was saying, you know, you, you, you know the, the Johnsons. The Johnsons over here, they, they ate deep. You know the Harpers. The oh. Harpers over here, you know, the, the Harpers 10 deep. You, you know, you know you, over here, you got the Atkins. The Atkins over here, them, them motherfuckers, 13 boys. You know, it was families oh. known, known throughout the, uh, the city. But before I go too long, Oh, Jeannie Jean, you know, the Drapers, the, he, he one of these cats out here that, that's still living it like that and putting out this good product, you know, and that's, he's, he's raising these young men and a good product amongst, uh, out there in the world. You know, uh, something you'd want your young black daughter to say, that's a good young man for you, my good young daughter, boom, that's how it's supposed to go. You know what I mean? So Eugene's out here doing that kind of work. Only thing I hope is that all only all his boys don't go to Mexican chicks, because that that's that's a possible yeah. a possibility right now. Oh shit! One down. We got... <laughs> I think I think this cat is gone, boy. Shit! Uh, Thomas, but, uh, I think this cat gone. But yeah, I appreciate gone. it, man. It, you know, shit. And uh, also, also. Let me finish for you, though. And he's also a spiritual mentor to me and I'm sure other cats. And that's most important. You know what I mean? A guy out here, you know, keeping people in contact, you know, not not necessarily keeping people in contact, but has been, you know, definitely a spiritual mentor to people out here, young black men who need that in their life. Jeannie Jean, shout out to you, homie. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. That was a lot. That was a lot. I, I, I don't even know what to say, man. But we, but we, uh, you know, shit, man. Sometimes I think it's okay to to recognize men doing men shit, man. I, I know we take the shit for granted, or it's just what we do. But uh, man, it's a lot of cats out there that need to get their stuff together, man. I promise. And um, shit, I, I, I just, I just, I be, I see a cat. You know, walking, you know, in the grocery store with his kids and they good and they ain't all over the place and, you know, they well behaved. And I know that he's every day. You know what I mean? I see him in his little family. And I just, I don't know, I just be feeling like, damn, this, this person should get an award because this is the hard part of life. Doing this shit consistently, not cheating on your woman, 
helping with homework and fucking around with this kid, showing you a macaroni situation and just talking to you too damn much. You Picking know, shit like up from school every day. Man, every day. They don't never stop going to school. Practices. Mm. I, I I just feel like shit. You got. I feel, I know. I know. Uh uh uh. Denzel deserve an Academy Award. I get it. But shit. Can can trail niggas get something one time? Can there be an award? If we ever, if this show ever get live and, you know, we making a bunch of money, we're going to do that. We're going to do a whole award show, flying niggas in from across the country, you know, just just Hell just man. just real niggas, you know, black, white, Hell Mexican, man. whatever, real niggas. And y'all going to come and we're going to celebrate shit and open envelopes and all of that, man. There it is, King's Table, and that's what it is, the King's Table Award. Give out 12 awards a year to the trillest cats, you know, we could find. So y'all look for that. That's coming at some point. I I don't mean to get so sentimental on you. Maybe it's because, you know, uh, I'm drying out. I'm drying out for the month of uh, January, by the way. Um, So every year, January, you know, we do some sort of fasting. And, uh, you know, I gave up alcohol. But I'm not giving – I ain't going to even lie to you, though. I got my birthday on Sunday, my uh, anniversary on on uh, the 14th, and then my wife's birthday on the 25th. So those three days I am going to be on. But let me tell you this. I am close, very close to to – to not drinking anything else but Patron. Fuck it, I said it. I'm close to Patron only. Now, let me tell you why. Here on New Year's Eve, me and Jay, we had a, we sat down and we had us a, a, a little bit of, uh, we had us a bit of Patron, okay? And I'm talking about this shit was lovely, man. I had no idea this shit went down so smooth. I was warm and fuzzy and ready to get it out. It was so it was so smooth and nice to me that I went on and, and, and splurged a little bit and got me a personal bottle on the way home and went on and brought the New Year's in by myself. My wife had a bit, but she can't, you know. But I, I, I promise I probably drank half of it and enjoyed every bit. Woke up in the morning, I ain't feel I felt like I, ain't, you know, I was drinking water all night. So shout out to whoever the fuck made that Patron shit because that is an excellent ass drink, and 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 that's all I got to say about it, man. Absolutely is, man. I tend to agree. <clears throat> you know, I get away from it for long periods of time because of that pricing, baby. You know what I mean? It's like, but that shit go for the fifth, like thirty, thirty-five a fifth. Uh- I caught it. I caught it at that uh, Fool for Less over there for twenty nine ninety nine for the fifth, and uh, usually it's about thirty five to forty bucks for the fifth. But uh, caught a little deal out New Year's Eve. Why not? Yeah. Now you and get I'm your not favorite a vodka. Drink good. Hmm? You get your favorite vodka for twenty five or under. You know. Oh Now, yeah. but if you if you a Henny sipper, if you Mister Henny or Mrs. Henny. That shit about thirty dollars a bottle, from what I understand. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know why? Ah, uh, and that, what, that what, name still. What's good with you, Henny drinkers? 
I don't understand why people like that disgusting shit. I don't know. Man, I don't know. Something about it, man. They doing, they got, what is it? They was doing Henny Palooza, like parties where the niggas wasn't serving shit but Henny. But, uh, I think that's a, still a thing heavy in New York. I'll be out here, but New now York it's Duce. It's Duce now. It's Duce Palooza. Okay. I now, know a lot of New York people that. like that Hennessy. Huh? I haven't had that Duce. Is is that a cognac? Yeah, yeah. I've had one dope cognac before. I don't know what it was. Somebody gave it to me for a gift. It was some expensive shit. I looked it up. It was like $60 for this bottle. And it was the smoothest shit ever. But I have no idea what it is or, what you know, what, where I can get it at. And then that, um, that 1738, that's pretty smooth, too. I just... I don't know, man. Just that that yak ain't never sit right in my gut, man. Yeah, I had to fall back myself, man. Had to fall back myself. But uh, let's get on to what you know what they what they came here for. We got the year end review, and we gonna do it like like we do it, you know. So, man, I'm thinking, let's just get right to the bullshit, man. Let's let's get right to the rap album of the year. How you feel about that? Rap album of the year. Uh, so, shit, so look, well, you I, know I where I'm gonna go. I got a few names. Let, let, so I'm gonna give some honor. I'm gonna give some honorable mentions. Okay. Honorable mention: okay. J Cole. J Cole K O D. I really like that album. Uh, honorable mention. Now, some people actually had this album as one of the potential albums of the year. Travis Scott, Astro World. Now, did you ever get to get a hold of Astro World? Nah, nah, didn't get to it. Now, you know, one of the most popular songs going out right now, Sicko Mode, is off Astro World. I I bumped I bumped Astro World over here in the garage. I'm I've been out here chilling. Okay. Uh, Astro World, probably one of my favorite albums of the year, so I definitely have to give it honorable mention. Another honorable mention, Eminem Kamikaze. Did you get a bar of that? Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, yeah. I liked now, it a lot. If you went to your rapidy rap, problem with, you know, go with it. See, the problem with M, though, is it's dope for sure, but I could only take so much of M's ass. I, you know, like after... After a couple of days of M's voice, I'm kind of, I got to lay off of him for some reason. That, and like, it's really rapidy rap. You know, I feel like M came out here and was definitely trying to flex and say, you know, fuck what you young niggas talking about. This what this what it's supposed to be about. So it's a, a rapidy rap album. But definitely okay. worth, um, you know, a rapidy rap, man. And, and that's, that's its own uh, category of it's kind of carved its own genre out and rap, rapidy rap. That's these niggas who, you know, hardcore rapping. And it's just different. Okay. You know, so, but definitely worth honorable mention, Eminem Kamikaze. Um, one more, and I know you didn't get none of this, Meek Mill Championship. Uh, probably the most. Oh, easy. of course. Oh, you got that yeah. Meek? Okay, okay. Yeah, Absolutely. What'd you feel about it? That was good. Meek's another cat, though, that I I can only stomach for a week or so. 
but the album was dope. Then don't don't and no no disrespect to him or anything. Him is dope. I don't know, it's just a couple of cats that I can't really listen to them over and over again. And Meek's one of those cats, but the album was dope. I liked it. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. It's something about Meek that gives him a certain shelf life with me. But um, yeah. definitely, a, definitely a good album. Uh, something you can you can go through. You can just put on that championship album and rock to it in the gym. You know, that's what I. That's what I. One of my criterias here is: Can I put your fucking album on and just rock to it? You know, or do I need to go to my playlist? That's very. That's a big thing. If I can put you on and rock to you for an hour in the gym, or do I got to get to my playlist? It's huge, actually, because I just started that, but I haven't done it to anything new. Okay. So well, uh, mm-hmm. I had a I revisited that Clemini, uh, and uh, I was able to rock to the whole album, and I and I and I um, revisited the uh, the Doggy Style album here recently, and and was able to rock to the whole thing at the gym. And, and, and I realized that's that's huge because that's that's the stakes. Like shit, if this don't work out, now this starts with something in my car on the way to the gym or earlier in the day, and I'm yep. you know queuing it up, thinking about uh, maybe this might work. But that's the stakes. If this don't work, I'm going to my playlist. So that that's yep. a very good criteria there, sir. Yeah, that's my criteria. So those are the honorable mentions. So album of the year. I have Nipsey Hussle's Victory Lap. Okay. Pusha T's Daytona. I love that album. Royce the Five Nines Ryan's Book. J Rock Redemption. Drake Scorpion. So let, let, let me run that back now. Because this this is heavy, man. You missed something good there, though. what I miss? Sorry for the wait. Sorry for the wait. Uh, I got Carter yeah. 5. No, not sorry for the Carter 5. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, Carter 5. No, right. yeah, I got that. I got that. So, okay. so we got Nip. So let's just go down in and discuss each one. Nip, Victory Lap. I was not overly impressed with. In fact, I'd say that shit, I did not like Victory Lap. I definitely was disappointed because <clears throat> I, I really felt like I was going to hear Nip's growth, but I felt like he digressed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I, I was like, damn, Nip's album finally, I thought it was going to be futuristic. Something, you know, some sort of growth, but it felt like it went backwards, to be honest. And I'm a Nip fan, you know that. And I couldn't really fuck with it. Now, in what regard would you say he digressed? Go go, go deeper for me. Go deeper for me on that, uh, what you was expecting and what you got. Because I'm an adult, right? Me and Nip, probably two years, three years of pops. So, you know, in my mind, I feel like, you know, we already seen she be a gangbanger. 
you know, you did that. That was a part of your life. That was who you, you know, that's how you came on. As a gangbanger, I get it, but you grew up. You evolved, you know, you know something about having a kid and seeing the world and, you know, just things, other things you could have brought to us. But I felt like he went with the gangster narrative and, and then try to sell it. And I didn't, and I didn't, I didn't appreciate that. So watching the videos he put out, I'm like, nigga, you doing heist in the daytime for the kids? Like, is this, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you 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 old enough to know better than this type of work. This is clown work, nigga. This is somebody saying, you know, re re introduce the youth to gangster shit. I I, I didn't like that. I wasn't with that. I felt like it was a little uh. Uh, you know, like uh, inconsiderate, you know, and uh, a little childish, man. So you wanted to see the Nipsey Hustle evolution, and you don't feel you got it. The evolution, um, yeah, and then the anticipation for the album. Right, we've been waiting for a victory lap forever, and uh, and then so Marathon was so dope that you know what I mean. It's like. Fuck, when you go Crenshaw to Marathon, you start to see, you know, the more of the, the hustle in Nipsey coming and, you know, what it's taking to make it and the new ideas and all of, you know, that type of shit. But it just felt like this shit went back further than Crenshaw. Like, goddamn, niggas, you 16? Yeah, I felt it was very fast food. I felt it was really commercial, packaged, produced. You know, just no creative, um, not nip, like you're saying, evolving, but you saying evolving. You there, bro? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah, you saying nip evolving as like a uh, a man in his, in his music. I didn't even see any evolution uh, creatively. And that's what I was most yeah. disappointed about. I was most disappointed about that. Now, your argument, and I hear it often in um, conversation where people are saying, you know, they want an evolution out of a rapper. Uh, one discredit to Wayne I hear often, and it's, I don't agree with it, is that we, hey, Wayne, yeah, we, we know what you do. Has Wayne evolved as a rapper? Not at all. Into the, Absolutely. Into the, Whoa, whoa, whoa! So, so let's let's just okay. Wayne is still giving you Wayne. Now you love Carter Five, yeah. you love Wayne, but Wayne ain't talking about being a dad or what it is to be a man. Now Wayne's still well, giving well, hold you. On. Go ahead. Hold on, hold on. But see now, Wayne is progressing in his 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 artistic nature, though. You know, he's okay, evolving so. as an artist. So that's gonna that give me what I need because the evolution is there. Uh, this ain't okay. So I so never. Okay, go ahead. So if, if we get the artistic evolution, that could suffice for some of the the other evolution you're looking for. Well, yeah, because I mean you've grown, you've gotten better at your craft, and, and as far as Nip, the the disappointment comes because there's no evolution and you digressed. You know, like you went fully backwards so you're still this guy completely after 10 years later 
we get the same we get an album that could have been made before Crenshaw without all of the production. You know what I mean? Like the the, the content is like childish. You know, it didn't grow, it didn't evolve. You know what I mean? The, his delivery ain't involved. Nothing evolved. He still sounds the same. And I get it. I just have, and, and, but then it, it's the narrative of Nipsey Hussle too, because everything that that that's been leading up to this is about the evolution of Nipsey Hussle, right? So all the Crenshaw shit, the, the Marathon Store, all of that, him doing the uh, the Bitcoin, the the digital currency, all of this shit leading up is telling a story that we about to get a progressive Nipsey Hussle album. But we didn't Now like you said it was commercial It was packaged differently If that's the progressive nature of it Then it, it missed Because I'm looking for the evolution As a man or an artist I, I take And I didn't get neither one of them And I know he's evolved I, It just didn't come out through the music Yeah I think Nipsey kind of sold out They said Nip Give us about two Hardcore cripping singles, and uh, you still stay nip. We don't want no conscientious, uh, stop being a gangster and be a father shit out of you. And he complied. Simply put, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving but, but on. Wayne definitely is is ever evolving. Who thought Wayne could pull this shit off? I don't think anybody thought Wayne could pull this off the way that he did. I mean, dog, I can't listen to the shit. But this is a incredibly artistic album, and you thought you heard everything. What the fuck? Before uh, uh, Carter Five dropped, the question is like, what else can he do? Now, you, you, uh, when the album first dropped, let's talk about it. When the album first dropped, you and I, we were bloviating. We were all over. We were, thought it was the greatest shit since apple pie, right? Um, yeah. The playback value. I guarantee you, if you go and play that shit back right now, you won't be as impressed. Prisoners of the moment, once again, in my estimation. And if we're talking about what the what the masses are saying, Carter Five not even on people's list. Give it another run, though. My personal, I, I like it, but that 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 playback, ah, you realize once again. Niggas was prisoners of the moment. I don't know how to ever stop being a prisoner of moments because it just seems nothing you can do. But well, I, I know why I left it. I left it alone because the nigga got a full shout out to the devil song on there, and I can't fuck around. So you know, I, I left it alone rather quickly, just just you know, because you you know you stepped over a line for me personally. I don't know, man. I mean, we microwave, man. Who the fuck ever, as far as the masses go, like, is anybody good enough to last two weeks with these niggas? Like, honestly, like, I don't know if it's the amount of content that's available these days or motherfuckers' concentration or I don't know what it is, attention span, but, dog, I don't know that anybody resonates heavy. And then Wayne is an end-of-the-year album, so, you know, I kind of feel like if he's not on the list, it's just because people don't resonate with shit very well and it, and it, and it hadn't, you know, been out long enough to, 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 for the, the circle back and 
the press runs and all of that to get that 2018 album of the year. I'm not saying that it couldn't, but I mean, shit, look at all the shit they had to do for Drake's album to to resonate. Man, they had to have some weird-ass beef going and all kind of crazy shit just to kind of get that shit some life and that shit. Dog, I don't know nobody banging that Scorpion shit. Um, but 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 it broke all kind of first week records. But um, aside from Wayne, we got J Rock Redemption. Now, how you feeling about awesome J Rock? I always love Rock, man. Always ever evolving. I, I think he's probably one of the most underrated rappers in the, that's ever been in the game. If you ask me. This is a, a cat that hits so many levels, uh, and and the albums just keep getting better, man. They just keep getting better. Yeah, I agree. Vice City was really good, but this one's even more evolved from that. Uh, shit, Nine Double O was like I thought. Who? How could he do better? But yeah, yeah, yeah. J Rock is definitely, and and this and it's bad how I feel about it. Because I kind of don't want J-Rock to blow Because it seems like when these niggas blow and, and I want him to blow I want him to get all that Let me take that back But as a from a fan standpoint Just music period It's like damn when these niggas blow Man they get so corrupted by whatever is out there Corrupting rappers man Whatever entity group Whoever is fucking these niggas over And get them real weird and cryptic it's like when these niggas blow, they get weird and cryptic, man, and then I can't fucking, I can't keep up. And J-Rock's one of them cats just like Kendrick was for me that, you know, he he, he, he breathed life into hip-hop for me again. Well, I'm happy to report um, J-Rock's song off this Redemption album, Win. I'm sure you're familiar with it if you listen to the album, Win. Win, 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 yeah. win. Fuck everything else. Win, 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 win. So, that song, Deontay Wilder, the heavyweight champion, came out too when he fought Tyson Fury here in the Staples Center about a month ago. Came out to that song. Everybody was like, hey, you know, I'm in my Twitter world at this point. I know the song. I know, you know. But everybody in Twitter world was like, yo, that song was dope, man. Who was that? And J-Rock performed. So, Wilder, the heavyweight champ, brought out J-Rock for his ring, his ring walk. Nobody, oh, people, oh. you know, my, yeah, my homeboys down in the South, you know, Willa and them, they was like, who was that nigga doing that West Coast music? I'm like, nigga, that's J-Rock. Go check out the album. It's Redemption. More than that, it was also the 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 theme song for the Super Bowl. And J-Rock mm. even had a cameo on the Super Bowl commercial. That win, win, oh, win, God. win. They had like a big band playing oh, that yeah, song. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, man, kudos to J-Rock, man. So, I think we got one to hold up to the other. I think we both agree on J-Rock's redemption, right? Yes, sir. So, what about Scorpion? You've already, we already get the gist of how you feel about Scorpion. You're not feeling Drake Scorpion. It wasn't, it wasn't an album for me, to be honest with you, man. I get it, uh, but fuck, man, the niggas... I know it was a double album, half singing and shit, but all that singing shit was kind of, you know, it was all lazy work to me. Uh, you had a few little 
half bangers, but nothing I could truly ride to. Uh, so I, I couldn't put it at album of the year at all. But you know, I always liked Drake's perseverance and all of that good shit. I just think that it was a mess, but I think that it was way too many songs, and you know, I couldn't fall in love with nothing because it was so much. And then the fucking R and B, like I don't know, but that shit kind of killed the rap. Uh, portion of the album for me. Uh, me personally, man, I like the album a lot. Oh, I did from the beginning. I feel like you can put that shit right now on and ride to Vegas. You know what I mean? I, I feel like you got you a two, three hour ride. You can put on that Drake. And then it's, it's I don't know, this is going to sound slightly strange, but it's unisex. You know, it's something your girl is going to like that you can fuck with fully. And those are few and far between, man. That's like trying to find a kid, a, a show that you and your kid, like give your kid, like I, I go to Blackish where I say, hey kid, this is a show that I like, I can tolerate and that I'm going to force you to like also. So, um, yeah. yeah, I feel like Drake is hella unisex and that's good, man. That's needed. You know, I feel like Kiki, that fucking thing, was its its own fucking thing. It came out and became something of itself. Um, So, yeah, man, I really really fucked with Scorpion. I feel like you get your R&B, you get your your rap. I I really fucked with Scorpion. I like Scorpion a lot uh, as far as what the masses are saying. It seemed like, you know, it's, it's talked about as far... Is album of the year, but people ain't in love with it. But I uh, personally think, you know, it's, it's up there. So we got we got Redemption, we got Drake, and we got one more mentionable. Pusha T's Daytona. How'd you feel about Daytona? I really like Daytona. Uh, now Pusha T, he is what he is, man. He's one of those kind of guys, and you know, he's not gonna lose being a rapper. Um, just his, his content, I just can't get into it anymore. Ah. You know, like the, I just, I, I, you know, I feel irresponsible fucking with him. You know, similar to Wayne, um, without the the demonic fucking songs, but just you know, I just feel like a little irresponsible fucking with the, you know, the heavy uh, drug dealing overtone, undertone, both tones. Uh, but I thought the album was dope I just, you know, I couldn't really rock with it And he definitely took a shot at Drake this year So Kind of a light skin, dark skin awesome. Yeah, yeah, like that I mean, I'm always a, You know, I like a little controversy Especially if it stays on in music And doesn't turn into nothing wild So, I mean, I, I don't know If I can give him album of the year um, my pick. I'm gonna have to go out this bunch. I'm gonna have to. Ugh. So, so now we we ain't talked about Ryan's book yet. Royce the five nine Ryan's book, but you ain't gonna get no commercial acclaim. But here on the motherfucking no, relatively it, black and fat podcast is gonna get talked about. The dopest album out of all by far. The most creative album out of all that we've mentioned by far. Um, you know, that said though, this was like a movie 
right? Like a good ass movie you watched, a good ass Denzel flick, and it, it came through. Denzel's was everything you needed them to be. You know, great. Damn, how many times you gonna listen to or watch a racer in a row? I mean, flight was yeah. awesome. Uh, shit, I might go back and watch it again. But uh, you know, and 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 that that was that was the book of Ryan. It was a, this incredible body of work. You know, but that's what it is—a body, a complete body of work. It's a it's a story. So you know, I mean, you could have your faves, but I don't think that I after about the third listen. The, the charm of the album wore off to me. You know what I mean? Like as far as, you know, when I listened to it the first time, I, I had to listen to it all the way through again because it was so much there. The third time, I was satisfied that I got it all. Anytime that I listened to it after that, it was like particular songs that I liked. But, you know, they really resonated because I knew the, the, the where they fit in the album. But it wasn't necessarily like I'm gonna throw this on at the gym. I would have the first, second, third listen for sure. But by no means, you know, now maybe random at some point just to you know do it again. But definitely not looking for it to to rock out. No, it, 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 there's no club bangers. There's there's no head bangers really like that. But when I'm when I'm a 65 year old man and I have a 12 year old grandson who thinks he knows about rap, I'm gonna be like, check this out, son. Here's this is what the the highest level of it is, when you can tell stories about real life happenings and make them metaphorical and rhyme and do all the things you need to do to make it be a rap per se. But yeah. just an absolute masterpiece, man. Just a masterpiece that will yeah. be stuck in time. That you will always yeah. be able to bring out and say, this is the master class of it. Just an absolute mastery of, of storytelling, of handle, of being able to, you know, just master. Master class. Royce to 5-9. I don't feel that that this makes you have the album of the year, but it will be the one that at least in my world will be stuck in. And I'll always in 20 years, I'll, I'll reach back and say, but what about this though? Look at this guy, you know, yeah, because I, I don't believe this is going to be done on a regular occasion. And so, you know, we, a lot of people missed it, but if you really consider yourself a rap head who, who has a respect, I have a high respect for being creative and unique. And that's exactly what this dude did. He didn't intend to sell a lot of records, guys. He didn't intend to. This wasn't for the record sales. This was because I'm an artist. And there's a difference between rappers and artists. This nigga's an artist, man. But um, I think we got a conclusion, man. I think at least on the Relatively Black and Fat podcast, I think we feel like it's J-Rock, man. What you feel? Yeah, that's where I'm going to go with it. I'm going to give it to Rock. I'm going to give it to Rock. You know, he, he, he did his thing, man, and it, it's all the way around. You know, shit, I, I, that, as you mentioned it, I'm going to uh, actually, I'm going to rock out at the gym tonight with it. And uh, and I think, I think that, and, I, and, I, and I didn't think, of, like I said, I just started doing that, but that is a wonderful piece of criteria because, 
you know, I don't got time to be skipping songs and shit. You know, I don't even want to be in that space where I got to push this damn button. And um, just to know for sure I'm safe and sound with an album, oh, it's incredible. You got, I, I, you, you get so many more points for that type of work right there. So shout out to J Rock. You know, you get it on uh, the relatively black or fat podcast. Is it fat and black? I always, I never know that. Which which it's one? Black is and it, fat. Man? Black and okay, fat. Okay, I was right. Mm-hmm. All right, there it is. So, so you know, from the relatively black and fat podcast, J Rock, we fucks with you. Album of the year, sir. One next year, put out an album in nineteen, dope, bro. Because next year we're gonna have like applause when we announce your shit on me. Yeah, man. And um, one thing about so when you go to the gym, my favorite songs off the album is uh, I like number one, but I like Troopers. And I like rotation. Now, here's what I like about rotation. It speaks to the evolution you talked about. Rock basic, basically made a full halfway song a bitch can dance to, like an ass twerk song about full gangster work. And that is master class of gangster rap. When you can make an ass twerk song and niggas don't hear you talking about uh, doubling back and shit when the police come and all this kind of shit when, the you know, like real hardcore real gangbang shit, members only guns and shit like that like gangbang talk because the the shit's so dancey you doing really good so J-Rock, you got the motherfucker album of the year on a relatively black and fat podcast, now you might not get it everywhere or anywhere else, but you gonna get it here definitely got it yeah. here Let's move on, bro. We got some shit to move on. Uh, we got another little thing, man, and we'll see what we got. I don't know if you got anything to add. Shit that had me tripping in 2018. One, that Harriet Tubman $20 bill. I don't know what happened to it. I don't know. I don't know. Came and went. I thought it was official. Oh, shit, Trump wasn't going to let that happen. Yeah, we'll we'll give that one uh, old big Trump shutting shit down, huh? Hey, I don't think Trump them could have let that fly. Yeah. Uh I don't think the emergence, way. man. The emergence or the the newfound acknowledgement of mental health illness in two thousand eighteen I think was really on on a high swing. What what do you think that's about, man? I think mental health became a, a big thing even in the hip hop culture. And I think we talked about previously on some earlier shows how 2018 and 19 will be the years of appropriation in hip-hop culture. And I think for mental illness, it was definitely that. Well, I can I can give you some statistics here. Yeah. So, from 2000... Okay, so, so I'll give it to you like this just so it'll make more sense. So what you have from about 2002 to today is a, 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 a uptick in the percentage of African-American children being diagnosed with ADHD. So much so that even though we are the minority, now the, the people who get diagnosed with this the most is white people, but they're the majority, and that makes sense. But so we had a 70% uptick, increase, between 2002 and 2000 and I believe 14 
So 76% uptick, right? And so the question is, what the fuck's happening, right? That That's what happened. Why does all of a sudden all the black kids have ADHD? Now, this whole thing is pure bullshit because what's happening is is that this, they're, diagnosing, they're diagnosing people with the shit. And I believe the reason why they're diagnosing so many African-American children is fucked up, but it makes the, the sickness seem less aggressive. It makes So when you get all these white kids shooting up schools and shit like that, and they say mental illness, so he had attention deficit, hyperactive attention deficit disorder, and all of this type of shit. Like, that shit seems like killer shit. But when you start pinning it on black kids and, you know, making, like, the the face of that illness black people, dog, it softens the blow. Like, it softens the blow for white America to blame bad parenting and and spoiled shit on a mental health disorder. The shit is so easily misdiagnosed. It, it shouldn't even really be a disorder because the shit can be you. They they're diagnosing kids with this shit. Because now 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 look at look at what is so ADHD a hyper hyperactive. So this is being hyper. This is moving. This is not being able to sit still. So you could get diagnosed and put on medicine for that alone. That's that's it. Now, attention deficit attention deficit disorder, right? This is like she doesn't pay attention very well. She doesn't pay attention. So here's some medicine for you. Like this is how they diagnose that shit. So in my estimation, the mental health piece, it, you know, they're bringing light to it. They want to make it an everybody thing. They almost want to make it, you know, cool because we're having, you know, all of these white men, white males, the, the masters of the universe committing heinous crimes, and they can't call them terrorists. And then if you say mental health, then they don't want to necessarily feel like you're calling them crazy. So they got to start making a mental health thing kind of a thing that happens to all people, and that's not that bad. And if you ever want to sell something, you attach it to a black person. That's just the reality, and that, that's my thoughts on it. Hmm. Uh, I disagree slightly as far as the narrative. I mean, they still gonna need some black people to shoot up shit and then blame it on mental health, which which they'll never do. They'll never give a black person that out. So, so I think it's more so um, they poisoning us, dog. They put the shit in the food in this dollar menu bullshit that white people don't eat, in this superior market bullshit that white people don't eat. We know that meat kick out a whole bunch of extra juice when it's on the grill. We know that. What is it? Okay. What is it? Fresh, is it what is it? Chicken water? Was it springs its own water, they say? No. Okay. So, dog, they want to poison our fucking children, dog. That's why they start giving this flu shot shit out so readily to, to poor people. Nigga, they don't give poor people shit free medically, but you can get a flu shot damn near as superior. So, they want to poison our kids, Go dog. They got to they gotta keep Kaisers, all these Kaisers open. What they building them for? Who gonna supply them? Poor people? fucked up with uh, this cancer and this diabetes shit that they putting in the food and they want to diagnose you and then feed you the pills. And then, you know, yeah. that, to me, that's all it is. And it's a, it's a big 
cycle where, you know, the medical field forecasted years ago to be a booming field. And, you know, man, they ain't building these Kaisers up in these ghettos like this for nothing. You know, that's all it is. They poisoning our youth. They, they, they've done nothing but since the beginning of time, but try to poison, you know, poison us, man. This dollar menu shit, you can't find jack-in-the-boxes in Beverly Hills. You can't find marijuana dispensaries and liquor stores in Beverly Hills. Poison. And then and, and this ADHD, they not they not diagnosing in white children nearly at the rate like that. They're like, oh, Timmy just needs to get more extracurricular play. But they just want to make the fucking statistics and what we refer to. We're like, oh, all these black children are going undiagnosed. Bring your black child up here. That's what's been wrong with it all this time. You're just not getting it diagnosed. Fuck you and your mental games. You try to play and make us seem like we stupid. But them ass whooping's been working for decades. You know what I'm saying? Them ass whooping's been working for decades. But um, that's all my kids right there. Shit, and ain't never man, man, one of them took a pill. Calm as a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, well, I fucks with you, man. On to the next one though. Something that had me trip tripping this year was uh, Nike taking on Colin Kaepernick. You know, I, I had came to the conclusion. Oh, this is kind of like the reverse Kanye for Nike. Nike, I lost a bunch of shares, a bunch of uh, profit margin as far as shares in the, shares in the market. Uh, Adidas been coming on strong with Kanye controversial ass. All the controversy sells shoes, end of the day. And uh, Nike went on ahead and, and took on Colin Kaepernick, a big lightning rod for controversies, splits, splits the United States in half to some degree. But uh, Nike yeah. taking on Colin Kaepernick had me tripping a little bit. Uh, definitely good for him and them, you know. Shit, that's huge, man. And I, 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 I don't want to be the black man to say it, but I'm going to be the black man to say it. I, but trust, believe me, I don't want to be. But I have sneaky suspicion that this cat getting paid from all of this shit somehow make your oh. suspicion in me. I don't know, man. I, you know, I don't want to take nothing from him and nothing, nothing. I don't want to be. But I, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist, and that just seems like Colin's ass may have been, you know, under the checkbook this whole time. You Ooh, know, and now uh, it's just me putting together a little shit here and there. I ain't going to go deep, and I'm not even going to say check this out because this is what it do because I never want to tear down this righteousness if that's what it is. But on some level, somewhere in my mind, not even in my heart, somewhere in my mind, ugh, Colin might not be straight up with this, this program like that. That's it. So I don't want to explain it because I don't want nobody to believe me. Yeah, because I'm saying, bro, I'm saying now, this ain't necessarily parallel, but it's definitely adjacent to talking bad about the New Age Martin Luther King, nigga. You know, this is like New smoke. Age Martin. New Age Marty Mar, hey. nigga. I'm with him. I'm marching down with him. You know, shit, I ain't, you know, I ain't, I ain't calling nobody to say nothing. I, it's just a thought that I had looking at it. Shit, man. All right. Well, 
lastly, things that had me tripping in 2018, the uh, This Is America video. Now, we did a show on that. Still don't know what the fuck that video was about. You know anything I don't know? Nah, I never really revisited after we, we dove into dived into it. Yeah, never never figured that one out. Still haven't heard anything much about it. Moving on, man. Things that made big news in the culture this year. We had well, can, we, can we can we go can we go back to that for a second, boss? Just for a yeah, quick go. second. Hmm. This is my conspiracy theory jumping back out. You know, so forgive me. I don't have no big proof for anybody. But here's the thing. Now, if Childish Gambino or Donald Glover, he makes a full diss song for America. This is a big fuck white people, fuck America song. Now, now it's casual. It's casual, but it is what it is. Um, now, the niggas popping up in every show. Atlanta's doing well. Now, I, I wasn't tripping until I realized this nigga was in this big-time Disney Lion King that's about to drop. Now, is it me? Is it just me? Or do these motherfuckers, like, be getting paid to stir up a little black controversy? Because if uh, this nigga ain't blackballed at all. Now, that was, I don't know. Now, if I'm the powers that be or what have you, I run this shit. I'm the big bad, you know, entity who fucks with all the movies and music. This nigga getting a lot of low ball shine. Then they threw his ass in the, the fucking Lion King. So I, I, I just makes me again wonder, is this shit all a fucking, what the mirage? Is this all magic? You know? And that, that's all I got. It just seems strange to me. Ah, I agree, man, and that seems to be the kind of the formula. Kick up a little dust, get in a beef, and then let your shit go. You know, that that's kind of seems yeah. to be the formula. Definitely, definitely. But uh, things that made big news in the culture this year, man, uh, one of the things that made big news in the culture particularly, Cat Williams and Monique, you know, that was a thing that made news in the culture. If you you part of the culture, you probably heard about it. Uh, that was basically Monique uh, being disgruntled about her her money offer from Netflix, and she blamed it on the the, the sexism, basically saying men get more shine. And while she's been one of the most heralded uh, Hollywood comedian comedians out there, she has a Oscar. So Monique and uh, Cat Williams came out there and talked his shit. What you remember about that thing, bro? Well, Nikki, Nick, Nikki, Nick. See, dog, and this could be sexist. I could very well be. I don't know that Monique. I don't know, man. Maybe she's funny to a bunch of people. I don't know. Now, I'm always, I can deal with fat black mama kind of talking her shit and doing her thing. That's funny. Uh, But. I'm not really with all this fucking super deep spiritual shit here now. Now, you a motherfucker with pretty much pussy jokes and shit. I don't know how acclaimed that shit should be. Maybe it is. I don't know. But I can tell you this. I personally 
I don't be checking for your specials. Now I'll watch one of the motherfuckers maybe, but 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 here's where the sexist part come in. Like if you ain't dope as shit as a female uh, comedian, I don't want to hear all your fucking suck dick jokes. I'm just not into it. You know what I mean? Uh, like I, the, the, you might bring up fucking uh, Tiffany Haddish. Though I'm not really into like ghetto mama jokes. Uh, that's just not mm-hmm. my shit. Uh, so I'm not going to be checking for it. I don't think everybody's like me, but I think, you know, there's quite a few, at least males, right, that's not necessarily into that. So I can see the sexist part, but the shit's just not palatable for me. You bitches embodying, um, them bitches embodying stereotypes is not funny. You know, that's well, just not funny, man. Now, I'm not an Amy Schumer fan, but I, I you know, I get it. <laughs> so like it doesn't it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. Uh your your audience, uh, Monique, is you know, people that, you know, have the same tone of skin as me. And we don't really drive the woman comedian market very well. Like that's not something that we fuck with heavy and it's just because you're not really funny. If but yes, if you were like a if if you were really funny, then we'd fuck with you. Which, you know what I mean? Like I know it sounds fucked up, but you know it kind of is what it is. Yeah, man. Yeah, and that's you know the support is a um, a subject for a whole another day. Another thing that came into uh, made big news in the culture: Black Panther came out this year. Now that was a whole fucking black experience. It was like goddamn near. Um, you know, a black holiday, Kwanzaa or some shit in black America over here for African-Americans. Black Panther, bruh, what you, how, how do you remember Black Panther this year? Uh, definitely, I liked all the anticipation. I liked all it. Now, I don't know about these niggas and dashikis and shit. I feel like you niggas went way too far. But I definitely get it that there's a black superhero that's, you know, real. It's a real thing, and you know, he has a whole, you know, a whole country or, you know, whatever Wakanda is. I don't know if it's a country, but he has a whole Wakanda behind him, you know, and Wakanda has elements and depth to it, and it was just a, a super black film, and, I, and I'm and i proud of that. I thought it was dope. The acting was good. The accents weren't so great, but the storyline was cool. It was a great origin story. A lot of people don't understand that that it was an origin story, and it, I think it was well-written, and, and it gave us some depth to all the characters. So when we see Black Panther 2, we're definitely going to know who's who, who M'Baco is, what he's about. You know, we're going to know all of the depths we need to know to really get into the film. Um, I was happy this, on Halloween, just I think we talked about it. I seen my young uh, black kids out with the fucking Panther on or the uh, Killmonger on. I thought that was cool, finally. You know, they could put on their little mask and do their thing. Now, the thing I don't like about it is the smoke black people willing to give everybody behind this shit. So, like, there's some shit on the Internet where it's like some niggas is going off on, like, a Mexican kid for having a Wakanda shirt on. And, like, all this type of silly bullshit, it kind of ruins the moment for me. 
I liked the movie. I thought it was excellent. I think it was good for the for the for the race of people. Just like Superman was good for white kids, I think Black Panther is good for black kids. And uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm at with it. Couldn't agree more. Well said, man. Trump, Kanye, MAGA, and I just want to add this last name at the end because a lot of people don't even understand Jim Brown. But Trump, Kanye. And MAGA, that whole fucking Trump in the Oval Office, man. Speak on it. Well, we had we did, we dedicated damn near two shows to this topic because it got so real. We got deep into politics and everything else. Um, I'm gonna tell you like this, man. Now, this whole shit is is all set up and weird and stupid, and that MAGA shit. You know, if you a black person who jumped on this. And, you know, you, you roll with this, we just doing it because this is what we do, shit, and all of that. I, I, I understand it. But the part about it that I, I, I kept trying to tell niggas is like, nigga, this is the next thing they're trying to tell you to do. Like, this is the next thing. So if, if being a Democrat is just what you're doing, because this is the next group of people trying to do the same fucking thing to you. These are not, like, people on your side, you know, Kanye's not here because he's brilliant and him and Trump chop it up. Nigga, this is complete tomfoolery. Like, and for you to even accept this as any kind of reality or truth, you know, you probably should wait before you you, you, you put that out there because this shit, you know, is so silly that it'll fall apart quickly. And then there was a broad that came on the scene. I can't think of her name, but, oh, they was real when this black broad came from the Republican Party and, um, Damn, I can't remember her name, but shit, the flame, the flames got hot with her. Cause she, Who, she, Candace she, you know, Owens? She was eloquent. There you go, Candace Owens. She was eloquent. She was pretty and tall and skinny and spoke well. Oh, my goodness. This was a goddamn now, Candace Owens, out here. Wait, now, Candace Owens is leading. Uh, should be going down here on King Day in Los Angeles, a cause that I've researched and am very interested in. Now, this is a whole other topic for another day, but Blexit, which means the black mm-hmm. exit from um, the Democratic Party. Um, yeah. So that's what Candace Owens is about. So go on, my brother. Yeah. So then we found, and I don't know if you got around to this yet with Candace Owens, but her steam got kind of knocked down with her Internet buzz at the MAGA Trump meeting time, probably one of her hottest times is that um, she fucked around and, and, and uh, put Kanye involved with the Blexit shit, and he wasn't involved with it. And this one, Kanye came out like, I don't know nothing about that shit. I'm, I'm tired of y'all using me, blah, blah, blah. Now, so this when I when I first seen Candace Owens speak, dog, I, I understood already why they put her out there because all of the reasons I mentioned. Now, I'm not going down that black woman, but I'm going to tell you like this, man. All them motherfuckers are on the same goddamn team. Ain't none of them on a different team. And if you believe that there's a difference, then you're a fucking fool for sure, nigga. Because like we like we came to the conclusion, nigga, your fucking punk ass vote don't even count. So if you believe that these motherfuckers ain't on the same team, but they done figured out how to trick your ass and tell you your vote don't count, but have you out there wearing voter die t-shirts, nigga, better wake up. That's all I got. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well said. Man, moving on, we're going to do a few show recaps, man. 
we gonna end this thing by giving y'all the dipshit of the year. But a few show recaps, you know what I'm saying? We've had some, you know, I, I think jewels, gems, uh, masterpieces have been left behind like dead carcasses in these shows we've stumbled across this past year, man. Uh, starting with episode two, entitled Wakanda Forever. The Black Panther experience, man. We uh we chopped it up in that episode uh, and talked about our experiences going out. I think we just kind of talked about that. But yeah, episode two was the Wakanda Forever episode. You remember anything particular about that, my G? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, we we kind of chopped it up on just. I think we were kind of on, on either side of the argument as to. Uh, you know, was it okay for black people to, to take this in so deeply and to get out there with dashikis on and dressed alike and all of that crazy shit? Uh, yeah, that's about I think we kind of ran over it inadvertently. Um, but I do like the phrase Wakanda forever. I, I like that shit. I, damn near. If, if, if it was in some way I can do it cool, i get it tatted on me. But I can't figure out how to be comfortable enough with that shit on me. But I really like Wakanda Forever. Makes me feel good when I say it. Especially when you do that cross over the chest shit. Oh but, shit, um, ain't that great? We was people was greeting each other like that for a couple of months, and I thought it was amazing. It was awesome. Like I really thugs in the that. street. Should definitely huh? keep that shit up. We should definitely yeah, be keeping yeah. that shit going. But uh, episode three, episode three, one of my favorites, man. Episode three is entitled Grown Man Shit. Now, in Grown Man Shit, uh, some of my lower moments of life here, episode three in Grown Man Shit is where I talked about sending a dick pic to my wife. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about what you called him a nigger, bro. (laughs) No. Sending a dick, sending a dick pic to wifey, only for my oh yeah yeah the kid thirteen year old daughter to have her phone, and how I hid for the next entire week from her, knowing that she probably had seen daddy in his realest form. Also, in that in that episode, we had you talking about going on a um a fourteen day sex straight with wifey over there man we we never got an update though how'd that 14 day straight stint go man tell us about it uh shit i got i think i think i got seven eight maybe days uh yeah man that shit's impossible I, I maybe for a young nigga that don't have nothing to do now here i, I was just off work for two weeks or so maybe a little less or more and, uh, you know, being at home without going anywhere, I could see that happening because, I, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know how many days in a row, but I feel like, you know, it was a very sexual time um, just being home with her ass. But trying to do that shit and go to work and be in school and fuck with your kids and that ah, shit's impossible, man, I, at least for me. I quit. I tapped the fuck out. Uh, of course, now let her tell us she was full of action and ready to go, but that motherfucker was asleep in, you know, 8.30 or some shit. And I looked over there and I said, yep, we, we're done with this shit. And that's how that ended. 
But let her tell it. You know, it all ended because I was whatever I was. And I was. <laughs> but <laughs> you know how oh, she's shit. been woke. Yeah, that was one of my favorite episodes, man. Episode three, grown man shit. Uh episode uh number four is worth mention. Shows entitled Shout Out to the Dead Homies. We shouted out that uh episode a few of our favorite people resting in peace. Stephen Hawking, Craig Mack, Bernie Mack, and Nate Dog. Rest in peace. Uh, in that episode, we had the homie John riding with us, man. And yeah, that was one of my favorite episodes. Also in that episode, we had why uh, black children have so many punctuations and grammatical shits in their name these days. Ah, uh, yeah. I got a kid with one of those. Yeah, so do I. My kid has like a, a real thing. I think the shit's a hyphen or something in her name. Got a hyphen, yep. Love to throw a hyphen in there. Episode 7, Drake versus Pusha T. Something that broke big in the culture this year also. Drake versus Pusha T, man. Uh, I think Pusha T won. I don't think there's any question about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. The victory don't seem to be as celebrated as we thought, you know, or as a victory should be. I don't know. But Drake managed to slide out of there unscathed and still lose at the same time. Yeah, I mean, Drake was a big enough star, you know, to do that, to to get out of there, you know. And I mean, and, and here's the thing, and I brought it up earlier. You know, dog, we live in this time where everything is like, it's like everybody got ADHD. Like, if the shit, like, nothing resonates with anybody. It's just on to the next. And I, I believe it, it's got to be the amount of content that's forced down your throat. You got to move on. You know, that shit was like a news cycle. You know, by a week later, it was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that happened. What, what, you know, you have to check back in and look for something. And if, and if it wasn't readily available, the Taylor Swift pussy was hanging out. Now that's what I'm on, you know. And and it's it's I think that 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 Drake happened to be big enough, and in a time where the attention span of the the, the people, you know, he, he can get out of there on that note, man. I don't think if social media wasn't a thing and fucking Google News and all of that, and it was just purely the streets is talking, and that's how the word getting around. That was actually an accident. Oh, well, it worked. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, So I just, I kind of think that social media, Drake star power, I think, you know, he was able to, to wiggle out that one, just like a light-skinned nigga does. Gracefully, I might add, man. That boy got it out, out of there pretty pretty smoothly. Um, yeah. That was episode, that was episode seven, Drake versus Pusha T. Episode 10, we went down the highest paid entertainers of 2017, the Forbes list. And in that, we learned there's a bunch of white people that make a lot of fucking money that you don't know about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Who the fuck uh, else ep- could afford to live in California? 
Episode 14, man, Make America Great Again. We had the homeboy Will on, and uh, it got it got it got pretty good to say the least. We uh, had a conversation whether your votes count or not. Um, we had to do a part two. It got so good. So my man Gene shout was really good. Shout out to Willa, man. Shout shout out to Willa, and uh, you know I appreciate when when uh, heavy handed to get a little get some help with me. That's always good because I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm a little rambunctious, and you know they was a dynamic duel for two days. Well, go back and listen to the show at these motherfucking dynamic duel partners and crime ass niggas, boy. I mean they was on my head. They was coming left. Me and my kids watched. So I sat, you know, I drive my kids to school in the morning, and we listen to the shit. I'm just listening, you know, waiting to see their reaction. It's like, damn. You didn't say damn, but it was for sure. Like, why are they both mad at you, Dad? And, you know, I have to help them understand that, you know, sometimes cats get deeply in their feelings with me, and they don't know what they do, and they just coming after me, you know. And you niggas was real, real deep in feelings that them two nights, you know. And, and I, But shout out to both of y'all, man. I fucks with both of you emotionally fucking contracted to Trump or whatever you niggas is into, I appreciate you holding up a unwinnable fight. Damn, you went silent on me, huh? Hello? Uh, I don't know what to do. Everything just got quiet. Did I offend you, my brother? You there? What if you having some issues sometime with the damn uh, connection? I don't know what it be, but there's some connection issues from time to time here that happen. Not sure why, and uh, maybe you talking while I'm talking, and we both hoping that you know we keeping the show alive. Uh, but yeah. Uh, one thing I want to uh, holler at y'all, like, you got to start leaving comments because we don't know what the fuck, you know, we just going. So your comments, they help because then we know a little funny shit or something to address or maybe something to clean up. Um, you know, it's good stuff, good stuff. Leave some comments, man. Take a little time out, post a comment. You know, you could definitely, uh, you know, shoot a comment about, something you like to hear us get on, some topic or what have you. Uh, you know, you can say fuck y'all, y'all terrible, whatever you want to do, but, you, you know, leave a little comment uh, somewhere. I'm sure there's a comment, but um, I know that I've uh, said it in the past that we're going to have, like, some sort of way to contact us other than the comments box. We still don't have that, but um, and it's cause like a five-minute create a damn uh, email account but uh some point this week I think I'll take that on uh yeah I'll do that I don't know why I don't do it uh you know I'm one of them kind of niggas though man I'm like mad lazy you know and I said mad lazy because I felt like it, it works there um and and another thing I've never done a show sober so I feel like too clear you know, I don't feel like I'm relaxed and randomly laughing at things. So I feel like it's my fault that it's not as funny 
because I'm, you know, I'm crystal clear. I'm sitting here, you know, I'm about to go to the gym with my son. You know, I'm like so focused, which is bad because that'll suck if I got to be drunk in order for me to play my, hold my weight on the show. That would really suck, man. I hope that's not what it is. But that's why the comment section is dope, right? Because you can say, hey, man, you're much fucking better uh, when you're drunk. And I appreciate it if you stay drunk all the time. And, uh, you know, that's what I'll do. And, you know, we'll do it like that. I'm not sure what's going on with my, my partner there. My phone says that I'm still on. You know, so I'm not disconnected per se. Uh, what should I do? I don't know. As I'll keep talking. Uh, what to talk about is a thing. Uh, well, something that I, I wanted to kind of get into, a, but uh, I forgot. What was it? Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. But Christmas went by fast. And, you know, I kind of felt coming up to Christmas, I was definitely anticipating, you know, being off work and all of that stuff. But I was really anticipating the the Christmas spirit, you know, like just feeling that kind of Christmassy feel, everybody a little nicer, there's a crisp in the air type of joint and all of those little things, right? And, uh, you know, I got up to about the 20th of December and I, I haven't, I wasn't able to really buy into it, you know, like I couldn't fully lay up in it, you know what I mean, and just be kind of immersed in the Christmas spirit, and I couldn't figure out why. But after the fact, and it got better, and I got there eventually, but I figured out why, because this year we didn't entertain at all. You know, usually, you know, I'm a got people coming by the house, you know, socializing, family, friends, all of that. So it's like a big kind of deal, you know, and then we do this this uh, Christmas Eve party, and it's dope. Everybody comes from miles away, you know, flying in and all of that. You know, we we, were, we didn't do that this year, so it, was, it wasn't as popping, I guess. You know, it wasn't so much excitement going on. And, um, so I, and I moved, so I downgraded. You know, I was renting a four-bedroom, three-bathroom, big-ass backyard type of spot. And, um, you know, but I was renting it. And so then I got an opportunity to move out of there and not pay rent at all, you know. And so that's what I did. And we don't have that type of space anymore to, to you know, entertain. So it just, uh, yeah, man, it just made everything different. It was a great move, right? Thank God for it because, you know, give you know, I can stack a little more dogs paying out the ass for that house. And and that was bothering me every month, right? I'm paying three thousand dollars and I'm just giving it away to somebody, you know, and it was just crazy. So, you know, it was a good move for sure. But um yeah, that, that, that kinda took me down, man, and I couldn't figure out, you know, what was going on and why I couldn't really get into it. But it, it was just because we couldn't party, man. We, we wasn't our usual two-step. And, um, you know, we ended up going to some dope parties. Jay threw a, 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 his usual. So he usually I do Christmas Eve at my house. He threw Christmas uh, at his house. And uh, so, he, you know, he still did that. And that was dope. You know, we rocked out. Uh, they Jamaicans over there. So that's cool because you get that Jamaican Christmas 
kind of menu, the oxtails and curry goat and jerk chicken and shrimp macaroni. And, you know, you get a whole, uh, uh, some kind of uh, peas and peas and rice or some shit, but shit's good, you know, and you get a different type of food. So you're not just doubling up on Thanksgiving food. Right. So when I do my joint, I usually do like some chili chicken wings, something different. Um, because, you know, you don't want to double everybody up on a Thanksgiving food. So it's typically a good little mix of things, you know, because you're coming off a dope Thanksgiving and you got all your regular turkeys and yada, yada, yadas. Then, you know, um, throughout December, I'm usually queuing and throwing all my exotic meats on the grill. So that's a change of pace. Then at the end of the whole joint, you know, you get your Jamaican splash and, and you know, you get your, your butter run going and all of that good shit. So, so yeah, man, I think I was, like, bummed because, you know, I couldn't participate, man. I think that really bummed me out. But but also, you know, it was, it was definitely part for the course of motivation because, you know, I got to get this bread stacked up, you know, and that's just all I was thinking once I kind of realized and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm good, you know, because there was some stuff, you know, I was thinking I'm buying my son a car, for, you know, and all of this stuff, and, and I was in that mind frame. But once I realized, like, oh, shit, I need to be able to do my thingy thing, you know, I had to slow up, which was good because, you know, I'm still on track on, on what I was trying to do. And, yeah, a little, a little insight to me. I'm a very open book type of cat. I don't really mind sharing all the twists and turns with you. Uh, yeah, so that was kind of that. And, um, yeah, I feel good, man. I'm back to work. Um, you know, work is what it is, man. Sometimes you you just got to show up and do your thing. Some days are great. Some days are, you know, you, you, you kind of hanging on, you know, but still very thankful, you know, that, um, man, I got an incredible job, you know, and, and you know it's dope, man. I I can't I can't I can't tell you how favored I am and how blessed I am. And uh, you know, so I even when it gets sucky, I still you know I still get to appreciate the fact that you know I, I'm here and, and you know there it go. I guess that was it, y'all. Well, shit. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.